0: Mole crowdsourcing. It's an innovative way to discover and identify melanoma. And that's coming up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. You know, it sounds a little gross. Take a picture of what you suspect to be a cancerous mole and then post it to the internet for others to see. But it turns out that might be a really effective way to screen for melanoma. Jake Jensen is from the Department of Communication at University of Utah, and he won a $2.2 million grant part of the 2015 NIH New Innovator Grant, to look at that. So first of all, is that an accurate way to screen for skin cancer is take a picture and just have non-trained people look at it?
1: Well, dermatologists might quibble with uh, the phrasing of that. Um, Whether it's a form of screening or not, we could debate. Um, What it is, is it's a really effective way to potentially move people to go to a dermatologist. So let's talk about the way things are.
0: And why that's not necessarily getting the job done and the way that you hope your research
1: points to the way things could be. What happens right now? Well, right now we say to people, you should engage in monthly skin self-exams where you look at your body and look for strange moles, strange growths. And when you see them, you should make note of them and you should go into a dermatologist for a clinical skin examination. That's our basic game plan. There are lots of problems with that game plan. The first problem with that game plan is skin self-exam is not very effective. People are very bad at finding odd-looking lesions and moles on their body. And so I spent you know, the better part of a decade um, doing research on skin self-examination, trying to improve the technique. And study after study, people were horrible at it. No matter what we did, they were horrible. The only consistency in the research was no matter what we did, people were horrible at skin self-examination. And that's what other researchers were finding as well. And we were all frustrated. And one day in my frustration, I walked into one of my colleague's offices because he has a wonderful couch in his office. And I flopped myself down on his couch and I said, I'm so tired of skin self-examination research. No matter what I do, it won't work. There is no solution. And we talked about it for a while as I vented and, and, and eventually he said something that, that forever changed the way I thought about this. He said, keep in mind, he's not a health researcher. He's somebody who studies new media. So he's, so he was a good person to vent to in that, you know, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I know you're angry. And he said, um, he goes, well, is it that individuals are bad at skin self-exam, or is it that groups are bad? And I I thought, uh, individuals are bad, so groups are bad. I don't understand the question, right? Yeah, because if one person's bad, how is 20 of those people yeah. any better? So I said, I don't understand the question. He goes, well, there's this thing called collective effort that says sometimes a group is good at something when an individual is not. that." that you can take a group of individuals who are bad at a task, but as a group, the group somehow can be used and mobilized to be good at a task. And I said, okay, rather than are individuals good, here's what I want to ask. I took a, a rock curve, it's a type of statistical analysis, and I said, does there, is there a rock curve that fits to this data? And there was at the group level. And here's what it looks like. For most moles that people look at, They're not suspicious. So take any take take a photo of of any mole that you know on your body or any mole that you encounter. Take any mole imagery and you show it to people. Generally, they say "Eh, that looks fine. However, when more than nineteen percent of people say a mole looks suspicious, now we're in a different world. If you use that as a cutoff, you can find ninety percent of melanomas. Wow! Because there's something there that the group picks up on, and here's why I kept missing it. Because when you're thinking about individual level ability, you're saying, well, I want individuals to find, I want them to find it 90% of the time, but individuals can't do that, right? Groups can, when we use a cutoff, when we say, well, if it's more than 19% of the group is concerned, let's use that as an indicator. Huge implications for that. It doesn't matter whether you train people. In a sense, the best group is a group that where you just say, just tell us whether you think that's a weird image or not. Is that a weird mole? Just yes or no. Right. So sometimes people would say to me, well, can we have lay people doing this? It's a risk factor, right? You know, they're not trained when it comes to lay people. I see no evidence that training them actually makes them any better at this intuitive sort of, is it weird or not? Because I'm only going to look at them at the group level. I'm not going to look at them as individuals. So I just want to know if the herd finds it weird. And the answer is when they do, we kind of find melanoma. Let's go
0: back to the original problem. The original problem is individuals aren't good at self-screening. So yeah. they see a mole and, and, and maybe they might not think it's a problem. Is that the problem or is the problem that they don't do anything about it?
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, uh, chicken it, or the egg in some oh, ways. Okay. Yeah. So. I guess what I'm asking is, will this solve the problem that you've laid out? So, here's what we want to do. I want to, I, I want to tell a real quick story. Okay. Because it'll help you to understand where we want to go with this. Imagine there's a farmer and the farmer's name is Joe. And Joe is out in the field, and Joe sees that he has a weird mole on his arm. He comes home that night, and he tells his wife, Martha, yeah, I got this weird growth on my arm. And Martha says, you need to go into a dermatologist, okay? Joe is reluctant to go to the doctor for any reason, and Martha knows this. So she rails on him for the rest of the night. But Joe, eh, it's harvest. He'll go later. Eighteen months pass by before Joe eventually goes in. By the time he goes in, he has late-stage melanoma. There's very little they can do for it at that time. Joe passes away within the next few months. Give you an alternative ending to that story. Everything is the same about the story, except this. When Joe comes in from the field and shows Martha the mole, Martha pulls out her her phone. She snaps a photo of the mole. She doesn't even bother arguing with Joe because she knows Joe will not listen. The next morning at breakfast, Martha slides the phone across the table and says, 10,000 people have looked at your, your mole. And 48% of them think it looks weird. And that's such a high score that it was flagged in the teledermatology system. And a dermatologist who does rural rounds, who will be within 40 minutes of us next week, wants to see you at 9 a.m. next Tuesday. Because she's looked at the mole and she is suspicious as well. Joe goes in next Tuesday. It's precancerous. She chops the dermatologist, she chops it off. Joe lives. Okay. Now, That cell phone system I just described is what we're trying to build. Discover how the
0: research of today will affect you tomorrow. The Science and Research Show is on the Scope.